Hi, Josh. Hi, Eldie. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. Good. This is episode 36. Yep, 3-6. That's a lot of episodes. It is. Thanks, uh, everybody who's stuck through it with us. Mm-hmm. We got some feedback today that um, somebody was super into our Cut the Crap series. Mm-hmm. And then it, they're, it's helping them, give them ideas about how to how to rearrange their life a little bit. And I think it's interesting how many people are into the minimalism stuff that we talk about. Because mm-hmm. it seems like a little bit of a tangent sometimes to me. Sometimes. I think that like what, what we were talking about earlier today was kind of tying it into, okay, so now you've begun this journey. You've started doing this. How does that actually impact your professionalism, mm-hmm. your business, that kind of stuff. And it it can and has. I mean, it's had a huge impact for me. Me too. Um, I felt a lot more clear-headed. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this isn't about minimalism. We appreciate your feedback, though, and we love kind of tying it into the beginning of each episode and and talking about like the feedback that we're being given. So keep keep it up. Let us know what you know we can do differently, in your opinion, and and we'll. We we love having conversations about the show and you know just moving forward with it. But this episode is a live episode recorded mm-hmm. at Republic, mm-hmm. and I just want to call out that all of the dining chatter that mm-hmm. you hear in the background is from the other room. Our yeah. our audience was actually very very quiet. Yeah, they were amazing. Um, there was some noise I think that carried over from outside from the patio. And some from the other side of the, of the restaurant, mm-hmm. and it was funny to see like people kind of coming over to check it out. Like, what's going on over here? Oh, I, I didn't notice that yeah. at all. Yeah, it it was pretty fun. And then uh, a couple people were like ushered off by the Republic staff, who was, they were amazing. They were amazing. It was. Um, it really helped make it an amazing event. Just having such a great team working with us from Republic. So. Yeah, they were great. Um, this is, so this is the live episode we recorded at June 28th Mm -hmm. and it's about leading your leaders with our guest alumni, Brad, (laughs) I almost said Brad Allspaugh and Dina Walter, (laughs) Dina Uh, Allspaugh and Brad Walter. Mm -hmm. And we think it's a pretty good conversation. There's more content that we're not including in this episode. Right. Some of the, why is that? Some of the live questions, because if you want to hear the whole thing, of these live episodes, you have to get a ticket and come in person. Yeah. And if be part of the experience. If you're flying in internationally or whatever, we'll pay for your ticket to the event. That's not true. <laughs> okay, we won't pay for the ticket for the <laughs> <laughs> You go ahead. I'll I give guess. you a high f- I'll give you a solid high five. Solid. Like it'll be the best high five you've ever had in your life. Mm-hmm. What else was I gonna say about it? About buying tickets? Oh, I'm all I was told after the event, uh, that I have, we both have a number of um, hand gestures and facial expressions. You're doing one right now. <laughs> that You're doing two right that now. That nobody ever hears because mm-hmm. they're silent. And that it's very interesting and interesting and mm-hmm. entertaining uh, to watch us actually make faces at each other. Mm-hmm. So the next time we have a live event, you should totally come just to laugh at us. <laughs> yeah. Or get to see like the magic happen. Yeah, the magic. But it was a, an amazing night. It I was great. had a 
a ton of great great moments and it was just um it was awesome yeah you did a really good job in this one thanks i actually was prepared to talk and not just run sound all night mm -hmm. <laughs> it shows okay all right that's uh, it well go to the episode three two one bye get to this episode three two one go can you hear me now <laughs> can can you hear me now okay. hi everybody <laughs> all right do i have to say the line now yeah josh okay. has a line Welcome to the Professional Humans Dinner Theater. <laughs> really, really big thanks to Republic for letting us use this awesome space and being on this awesome stage. Really big thanks to Republic. <laughs> huh? That's Rick Oknick, everybody. Republic. Nice. Uh, and Megan and Mike who are bringing you food and drinks tonight, uh, give them a ton of tips and order lots of things from them uh, because they're awesome. And really big thanks to Maddie O'Reilly who owns this place and is opening a place just like this at the airport. And I'm so excited and it's opening in August. So you can do this, but at the airport. The podcast? Not the podcast. Maybe, the I don't know, we haven't talked maybe, about it yet. Yeah, we would be willing to do an airport podcast. Maddie, there. can we do the podcast at the airport? Okay, thanks. He says yes. <laughs> um, does anyone want to sit on the stage? We have chairs. Yeah, that's open too. I set up a couple of naughty chairs. Like, Ooh. so if you're really rambunctious, we'll just put you up here. Looking at you, Mike Mason. <laughs> looking at you, Chad Gillard. <laughs> eh? <laughs> naughty chairs, just in case. Okay, what else? Um, you guys, there's two Mike Masons here. This is going to blow your mind. Who is Mike Mason? Who is Mike Mason? It's more like who isn't Mike Mason at this point, I think. But One of your servers is Mike Mason. And then there's Mike Mason. It's so cool. And then we found out today that they have the same middle name. And when the server was introduced to me as Mike, I was like, oh, he kind of looks like Mike Mason. And I almost said out loud, you, um, you kind of look like Mike Mason. And then I was like, no, that's crazy. That's Who would even... Who but would he would have been, been actually, I am Mike Mason. I am Mike Mason. Funnily enough. So, does anyone get that joke? No. <laughs> Mike Mason. <laughs> Mike Mason does, of course. <laughs> Excellent. Mike Mason does. Um, super fans? Super fans in the audience. There's a couple. Oh, There's a fans. few. Super fans. You all get the Mike Mason joke. Who is here tonight? Who's, who is here and their boss is also here? Yes! This is so great. There's two of you that are not raising your hand that should be. <laughs> <laughs> Just FYI. Okay. Uh, what's next? Those are, that's my housekeeping. Here's the, here's the introductions. We have a couple of really, really awesome guests. We're here tonight with... No, you. No, you. Okay. We're here tonight with Brad Walter and Dina Alspa. Brad is the Senior Enterprise Support Manager at Code42. If you don't know what Code42 is or what CrashPlan is, then you need to talk to one of these two if you own a computer after we're done recording because they make backup software and you need it. Trust me. Uh, Always. Yeah. Brad did a, uh, an episode with us about self-organizing teams and it was super awesome when we learned a bunch from him. So if you haven't heard his episode, you should go listen to it in the car on your way home. 
and then listen to Dina's. I don't know how long your drive is, but you should listen to both episodes. Uh, Dina is one of our earliest guests. She's an early adopter. Uh, we had a really, really good conversation with Dina. Uh, we recorded an episode about finding your way into the amazing job that you don't know you're good at yet, <laughs> which is every job you've, you've had, right? Pretty much. Yeah, okay. Accidental. What I think <laughs> is awesome story. is... Uh, you found them. <laughs> accidental jobs are the best kind of jobs. Accidental, Everyone knows that. All job. the best jobs are accidental. Well, um, Dina and Brad are both really, really talented, brilliant business leaders. And what I think is... <laughs> no, you're undermining yourself. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, what I think is great and cool about having them here together is they both have these great stories about how they learned their way into what they do through experimentation and observation and iteration. And I don't think that there is a better mindset to have as we dig into the topic tonight of leading your leaders. So I know um, Dina and Brad have a lot to share about that. Also of note, Brad is Josh's boss. He's already been written up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pre-written up as what it's I... preemptive, just in case. Yeah. My own boss was the first person to purchase a ticket for this evening and said, I'm going to learn your tricks. <laughs> so buckle up, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about what it means to manage up. I think that uh, we spend a lot of time thinking about it and reading about it. Um, to manage up or to lead up, and I, I kind of hate that term because it makes me think that there's an antagonistic relationship between uh, a boss or a supervisor and an employee, and, and what we'd actually like to focus on this evening is helping you find ways to create a strategic partnership with your leadership, with your leader, with your boss, with your mentor, um, and uh, work with not just your direct the person that you report directly to, but with the other leaders in your organization. And we hope that everybody walks away tonight with some ideas about what they can do to get even better at that process. Everyone in leadership positions really need candid feedback and support and to be led just as much as anyone else in the organization. And it actually becomes a lot harder for them to get that um, as they work their way up into the organization. They get a lot further away from the culture, they lose visibility into the true culture, and they lose the ability to understand how they're perceived. So we're going to talk a little bit about that this evening. Um, leaders have a responsibility to seek feedback and to embrace it, and their teams have the responsibility to be candid about it and honestly to be bold enough to give it. So we're going to talk about uh, how Dina and Brad have done that with leaders in organizations that they're in today. So let's get started. Ready? Yes. Ready for me to stop talking. Earlier <laughs> I said, Dina, gonna, are you ready? And she said, let's act like, we're, like I'm ready. We're going to also <laughs> hear about how they don't do it because when I first suggested Brad be on the show, he laughed at my face. <laughs> I did. And then, and then I said, we need to talk to my co-manager. And then he proceeded to laugh. <laughs> so. so it's not necessarily about how to be the best at it. It's like also how to learn for not doing it well. Fail fast. Fail fast. <laughs> and then iterate. Who wants to start about some of your experiences in, in sharing candid feedback <coughs> with leadership? Who wants to dig in? Um, I lucked out because my boss started two years after I did at Code 42. So I already had 
relationships with all of his bosses and all of his peers. So I didn't have to manage up or lead my leader so much as figure out how to work with him. Um, the, biggest, the biggest thing I learned is that at that level, they have different concerns than I do, just like our people that report to you have different concerns than you do if you're a leader. And the biggest challenge I had was figuring out what he wanted and what his expectations were and what his goals were. Because I find that oftentimes when, when he stated a goal, it wasn't, he was leaving something out, right? Because he's got a certain level of skill and expectation, he understands what he's trying to do. Um, so just like if you talk to anybody that's really good at what they do, when, when you ask them a simple question, or you think it's a simple question, they then proceed to barrage you with a dense treatise on all the, all the minutiae of what's, why this is not a simple question. So that was the hardest thing that I had to deal with. Can you give an example? Um, so I was using the distributed authority model for my teams. I didn't know that's what it was called at the time, but that's how I, the team was organized because we we're growing fast and I had to make sure that everybody was given the stuff they needed to do their jobs without having to come to me all the time because I was a, I would, I was a single point of failure. So when he came in, um, he was, came from a much more regimented environment where there were processes and processes for the processes. Um, and that is not how, that's not how the support team works to Code 42. So that was, that was a hard, hard negotiation. Um, and I tried, we, we talked a lot, but we weren't quite clicking and it got bad enough that both of us were wondering if one of us was gonna have to leave. And by one of us, they were thinking me. Um, <laughs> so, but. It, Spoiler alert, that didn't happen. It didn't happen, yeah, happily. So I think there's a lot of parallels between leading your leader. That's, that, I don't like that phrase. Anyways, there's a lot of parallels between that and being in like a marriage or a long-term relationship. It's all about communication. And I don't necessarily lead my leader, but I talk to him a lot. I say, here's what I want to do, here's why I want to do it, and this is why it's going to work. Um, and after a while, you build up a rapport and there's a trust, and he might not fully understand what I want to do or why I want to do it, um, but once that trust is in place, they give you some latitude, and then you can just kind of do your thing. So Brad, I don't know if that's advice, but... Brad, I also don't like the phrase lead your leaders, even though I named this event that. But what, what can we call it? I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> Working. Just work. Co-leadership. Co work. Co yeah. Well, I think that... Do your jam job. <laughs> do your jam job. Shut up and close some tickets. Yeah. <laughs> close your tickets. <clears throat> I think oh. that... Well, I mean, I think that um, it, it doesn't have to be leading them. It has to be having the respect for the other person enough to figure out how to communicate with that person. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's part of it, I for like, sure. I like your relationship analogy a lot. Um, I don't think it's leading your leaders either, but it is all about collaboration and it yep. is about having some strategy. And I think those are two words we all toss around a lot, mm -hmm. but not many people actually put into practice. And the trust part is huge. Wow. I mean, whether, whether it's your CEO or it's someone on your team, that trust of communication, being able to say the thing. And I always say the thing that gets me in trouble. You? Yes. No. <laughs> but you know, how can you not point out when something's going wrong? You know, and you would want it's everyone easy. on your team. I guess, it, I don't know, it's never been, e that part's it's, not easy. It's not easy, I mean. Yeah, it's too frustrating, right? You yeah. see it and you just have to call it out. And 
everyone I've ever worked with, above me, below me, whatever, parallel, you want them to have that relationship with you where they trust you enough to say, this is fucked up <laughs> and we need to fix it. And that makes everything so much easier. You know, everyone gets into trouble when you grumble in the break room or, you know, that's not productive. So mm -hmm. the relationship thing is humongous. And, you know, I've done it with varying degrees of success. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes people <coughs> do not want to hear the hard thing. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. But, you know, then you got to find, you have to build a team that you can trust and that you know trusts you. So I love, I love the relationship thing. It is very much like a marriage a lot of the time. It can be, yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. usually the, the, biggest, the biggest problems you run into are when things are, the stakes are the highest, the pressure's the highest, mm -hmm. and it's a make or break deal. Um, mm -hmm. That's when all the bad stuff kind of bubbles to the top and you're like, I just want to sift through the bullshit and I want to fix this problem or Tell I want to do this thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I don't care, I want this. Exactly. But that, that communication piece and that trust piece are huge. But that goes yeah. back to what you were saying about when, you're, when your boss first started and processes on processes on processes, but what are the goals? And I think yep. articulating where we're at, what are we trying to achieve? Because I think a lot of times you can get bogged down and here's what we're gonna do and then we're gonna do this after that and this after that, but what are we actually all trying to achieve? And I think that's also where teams can go awry is when you kind of forget you're all on the same team. Like we're all trying to achieve the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, maybe if you don't name that thing. You have to name that thing, you right? Have to I name mean, that if, thing. if you're moving towards an objective, you have to have, I always call it the why, right? Why are we here? Why are we doing what we're doing? Mm -hmm. And how do we succeed? If you can't answer those questions, you should probably sit back down and figure out why you're there. <laughs> well, um, and I, I've always appreciated that because I need to know why. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I need to know the why. Everybody, I mean, honestly, I think everybody needs to know why. Even your boss, right? You can, and this is, you, you touched on this. Sometimes that relationship isn't good and you need to go somewhere else. And if you, I think mm -hmm. a good litmus test would be, can you have those hard conversations with your boss? Can you say, this is broken, this is how it's broken, and this might be a way to fix it. If they're not willing to listen to you, you're done. I mean, there's nothing, there's not, there's not a whole lot you can do at that point. I stood, I, I once stood in the doorway of my boss and I said, do we need to go to counseling? Because I seriously... Like marriage counseling? I totally said that. Because that's exactly how I was feeling at that moment. Like, we, something is missing here. And can we go to counseling and figure out how to continue our relationship? So in that, in that moment when you know, you know you need to say something, and it, it would be easier not to accept that you had to live with it, being fucked up. How do you... Regardless of how, that, how you're your person that you need to talk to is going to receive it, how do you prepare yourself? How do you prepare yourself to know what they'll, how they'll react to it and what you need to project? You don't know, ever. And you just have to go with your gut and you gotta do the thing you know is right. And if, if they don't get it, they don't get it. Yeah, it's usually spur, it's, it's <laughs> right at the moment. It's like, yeah. this is ridiculous, why are we doing, you know, if yeah. you phrase it that way, the conversation is going to go downhill yes. quickly. This is, if you start out with this is ridiculous yeah, as your lead. What the fuck are you thinking? The yeah, this is the never, dumbest <laughs> idea I've ever heard. That's, that's, don't do that. So, Look, asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I've been here longer than, no. Um, but it's, it's, don't you know who I am? <laughs> I don't know if you've heard the name Brad Walter before. But, but. I'm kind of a big no. Uh, kind so, of a big deal. So yeah, in this, it's usually spur of the moment. Um, and it, 
if you can phrase it, I, so I work in support, um, and my team does support, so we're really big on we. This is our problem. Here's how we're going to help you. Here's how we're going to get through this. Mm -hmm. um, so um, there have been situations where our team has to deal with the sales team, for example, or pro Oof. services. And so they're like, how do we talk to them? I'm like, just pretend they're a customer and use all of the support foo that you know and get them to do what you want. And so that kind of the same thing. It's like, how do we, so how do we fix this together? How do we, how do we, I don't know, we, us, mm -hmm. it's a team thing. But the beauty is if you have that trust, you can stand in their doorway and say, what the fuck? You know, yeah. you, can, you can say the thing that's, because it doesn't matter. You're just asking a question. Well, and I think it comes from where intention is. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. are you intending to do something to, to shoot them down? Or are you saying, we need to fix this so that we can all be better together? That exactly kind of thing. right. Yeah. That comes back to trust again. Always yeah. back to the trust. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now, right? When things move fast, they change all the time. We talk and hear all the time about fail fast. MVP, you know, get out there, do, you know, iteration. Buzzword, buzzword. If you don't, exactly, there's a Synergy. thousand. Synergistic. It's like, I don't think you know what that word means. You keep saying <laughs> you that keep word. You keep using this word. <laughs> what movie is that from? I can't uh, anyway. Princess Bride. Yeah. Princess Bride, yeah. 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 So, again, it all comes back to the trust. It, all the other stuff is just details. As long as you all know what the goal is, mm -hmm. what you're trying to achieve, and you all know everyone's on the same team. So I love your use of we all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's really big. How do you break through and get to that trust? There's, there's a lot of steps to that. One of them, I think, is ugly cry. Ugly cry? I, I like your, I remember from an early podcast, you're using your mom voice. Mom voice, there's a little bit of mom voice. Mm -hmm. Sometimes <laughs> there's ugly cry. Oh God, cry but network sucks. It does, it sucks. How is it for dudes? Do you does know any, that it sucks worse for? It's just anger. Ever? Do you know that it yeah. sucks like worse for the people I've, I've that you're it. crying in front of? <laughs> what was that? It sucks to cry worse for the people that you're crying in front of than for the crier. I had my boss cry once. So let's, let's, let's hear about that. Was it when you know. broke their arm? <laughs> honestly, did it build, honestly, did it build trust? Um, crying at work it, doesn't bother me at honestly, all. Honestly, I, <laughs> I took it as a really huge compliment. Josh, you can cry yeah. at work. Right? He's fine. I'm, I'm totally <laughs> fine with you crying at work. <laughs> <laughs> Your review's coming up, so... Who's going to make who cry? Maybe I'll get stabbed in the eye or something. <laughs> How many people did you make cry today? <laughs> you know, it was a good day for. Yeah. I cry yeah. when I'm really, really mad. So it's annoying. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I had, a, I had my boss annoying. cry one time. And it was just out of frustration. And, you know, and I thought, oh, my God, like, this is it, right? Oh, we this have, is what we're doing. Yeah, this is what we're doing. And this, to me, was huge evidence that he trusted me, right? Oh. That we were going to have this really hard conversation. And it was super scary. But it was the most real moment I've ever had at work. <laughs> Did it? Uh, what happened? The, what happened after that? Um, was there more trust after that? For a while, like, yes, and then not because the danger is then you've seen someone at their lowest moment and then they know that about mm -hmm. you forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and sometimes you know they get to a point There's where they don't really want to look at you anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But I think it didn't matter because at the time it was awesome and it helped us move to the next level. And, you know, crying aside, it was more of a, like, come to Jesus, where we just sat down and really said, okay, what do we do now? Like, all this stuff happened, now what do we do? Yeah. And we were able to move forward and make a new plan and sort of re-energize, and it was a good thing. So sometimes you got to kind of hit, hit bottom a little bit. Hit bottom. Yeah, I think so. It's not a bad thing. I want to hear about when it's gone just totally wrong, when you, you, you were intimidated 
by something that you needed to share, some feedback that you needed to share, and it just didn't go well. You didn't deliver it well, or they didn't receive it well, and you needed to, uh, I'm, I'm much more interested in what happened the day after that than the, the moment itself, because I think we've all experienced the moment itself. You want to tell somebody something, and it fucking sucks, and you prepare yourself, and then you get in the moment, and then you do it, and and you get through it, and you and then you then you cycle on it for a while. You think about it, and you think about it, and you think about it. But then, w what happens the day after that? How do you how do you talk to that person the next day and continue? It's like it's like you exercised and you tore down your muscles, and then your muscles are your they rebuild themselves, and you're stronger. Does that happen always? Mm -mm. No. no, definitely not. No. Oh, I have so many examples. Let's, let's hear one. Bring it out. Come on. Why well, don't you go first? I'll tell, you the worst, <laughs> I'll tell you the worst one. No, the worst thing is having, I, I, the, you know, I, I said the thing. I've been kind of saying the thing all along because that's what I do. But subtly. I was saying the thing, not so subtly, but I think constructively most of the time. And sometimes it sucks to be right. When someone, I don't want to say doesn't want you to be right, but maybe is not, you know, no, they don't ready. want you to be, yeah. So I had a moment where I had my boss sit down in my office, came in at the end of the day, sat down in my office, and said, well, I suppose you want to say I told you so. And I was like, no, I that is exactly stop. not what I want to say at all. Like, not at all. And, um, yeah, I ended up getting fired a week later. <laughs> but, you know, so it doesn't work all the time. Right. right. But I would have never changed how I was working and how I was being honest with an owner of a company that needed to hear hard things. So it was, in the end, it was awesome. It was exactly what needed to happen. Mm -hmm. But it, that is, so sometimes it doesn't always go as you expect. Were but you, again, were you surprised? No. Yes, both, a little bit of both. Explain, yeah. say more. I don't, I mean, I don't know, you know, it's like, again, you have a person you've worked for for many, many years, and you trust them, and you hope that they trust, you know they trust you on some level, mm -hmm. but I think sometimes you get to a point in that relationship that you're not moving in the same direction anymore, mm -hmm. and I think good leaders are really good at surrounding themselves with people that, first and foremost, are honest with them, but also that have different skills than they do. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I think some CEOs, founders, whatever, understand that and are able to let go. I think that's the hardest thing, especially mm -hmm. when you're in a growing company, when you have a person who's built something and they did everything, right? I mean, they're just really, really invested in it on every level. And you get to a certain point in growth and you gotta let go of something. Right. And I think the smart ones surround themselves with people that are different. They think differently. They have different ideas, and they're challenge. willing to. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how that's how you move forward, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you challenge what you've been doing. You figure out how to move forward. And again, especially now, things change daily. Mm -hmm. You know, the the old rules don't apply. <clears throat> they haven't for a long time. And you know, being in media, it's like times one thousand. So, I mean, you just really have to. You got to try stuff, and you got to be okay when it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And again, you know. If you wait too long and you plan too much and you wait to roll the thing out after six months of work, it's already, too, it's already old, right? Mm. It's already right. done. It's done. And you have no information coming back at you. So I think those, those 
quick small cycles are, and it's hard, especially for traditional industries. I think they're really, really hard to get your brain around. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was my worst one. I've had many, many the good ones. Getting too, fired is the worst scenario. worst case scenario, getting fired. Yeah. Also the best case scenario. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like there are some situations you're not gonna win. You're you personally yeah. but again, that's, made the right call yeah. and you tried to, to make a positive change. That's why but, it's so hard to do that, right? Because yeah. you don't yeah. there's no guarantee. You guys, right. don't worry, you can try this. You might get fired. Yeah, exactly. Don't lead worry. your leader, you <laughs> might get fired over it, but just for your FYI. I think, I mean, that's important to know, right? I mean that's important to know because you, you have to be okay with that uncertainty. And to me, I mean, you know, I'm sure everyone's heard the question, you know, do you want the merry-go-round or the roller coaster, right? Roller I've coaster. always picked the roller coaster, right? Merry-go-round. That's part of the roller coaster. And I think merry-go-rounds go out of business often. Which There's a merry-go-round that's still on the boardwalk that isn't out of business, you're, so. Shh, you're ruining my like analogy. Yeah, I coasters. hate roller coasters, so I can't, I can't be in that camp. Brad, scenario. Uh oh. Visualize. Visualize. Don't, don't tell them that where you got fired. I don't think that went over. Tell a good one. Happy story. <laughs> okay, switch to happy story. Uh, I can buy you some more time. <laughs> Hashtag lead your leader. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see this on radio. <laughs> no, you cannot. Um, your hand gestures are going nowhere. They are. Uh, you are given something to do by your boss, your leader, whatever. And you don't know how they would approach it. You understand what outcomes they're trying to achieve. You're probably gonna do it totally differently than they would do it themselves. How do you help them understand that your way is okay? Take a deep breath. Um, no, uh, it's, in this scenario, do I, do I, have I built up trust with my boss? I don't know. You have okay. to tell us. Fair enough. This um, is your story. Well, this actually, there's a good parallel. Um, I'm not, my boss is not the same type of leader that I am. So there's a lot of things that he's really good at. And he can get, he gets things done. And I've learned a lot from him. But we manage differently. We approach problems differently. Um, I'm relatively fearless in that I don't, I'm not worried about getting fired. Which I, sounds odd. Does your wife know that? No, it's good. Yeah, I've mentioned it to her. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Um, we were drunk. No, anyways. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, so I'm pretty fearless. I, it's the way I lead. It's the way I approach problems. I don't care how things have been done. Um, I'm just going to approach the problem and deconstruct it, rebuild it, and then move on to the next thing. So that was one of the biggest things um, that Josh and I, not this Josh, my boss's name is Josh. Bosh Josh. Bosh. I, I'm not going to say that. Bosh Josh. I can't say that. So no. my boss and I, that was the biggest thing we had to work on was understanding that the way I approach problems are through my team. So instead of taking all the stuff on myself, I delegate. I bring in the team. I get them involved because there's people on my team that are infinitely better at some of the stuff than I will ever be. And so I'm like, hey, Bob, let's come and do this thing. Josh, why don't you call this upset customer? Which happens a lot, actually. But it's, it's about, for me, it's about the team. Um, and Josh is also about the team, but he's also... Boss Josh. Boss Josh. Yeah, not you. Boss um, Josh. So that was the, hardest, that was the hard, hardest conversation we had to have, is how do we have this discussion when I'm using a different vocabulary than you are? Um, not to say that he's not 
I'm making him sound like he's. Well, I mean, it's it's so you he's have probably to gonna understand. Listen to this, so he's gonna leave you have right to now. understand how your leader thinks, and they also have to have the respect and care to try to figure out how you're trying to relay the information to. Right. So Matt, it's on both parties, and I think. Dean had said it best, right? The, the best leaders are the ones that surround themselves with people that think differently than them, that approach problems differently. Um, diversity, perspective, whatever you want to call it, the more diverse your team is, um, the better it's going to function. Because every time you look at a problem, the more, the more life experiences you have viewing that problem, the better the solution's going to be. It's going to be better than anything an individual can come up with. You're going to leverage all of the experience and talent on your team, and you're going to, you're going to succeed. Um, or not. Sometimes you fail. Um, but yeah, that, that was with Josh. I'm like, I will get this done. Um, when do you want it done? And then I didn't really tell him how I was going to do it because I knew there would be some friction. Not disagree. I wouldn't even say disagreement, but I would have to spend time explaining myself. It's easier for you just to do it than try to right. Explain and then it once you've done that enough, yeah. he's, they're just like, just do this thing, yeah. and then There's they walk that away. Trust again. Yep. Yep. Always. Yeah. Like seriously. I mean, it all comes down to you got to deliver. I mean, oh, you, can, you can talk and you know, make plans, but if you're not gonna deliver, and again, you need to know what that is, right? What's the goal? So having that ability to go, yeah, but we did this too, is huge. What's the first question you ask then? If, you, if you're given something, you know you're gonna do it differently than your boss would do it. What's the first question you ask? First question to ask the boss? Yes. I don't know, I don't know if there's a question. I think, it, I think it's more goal-oriented. Like, what are we trying to do but here? But do you clarify that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I guess that's the first question. What are we trying to do here? Yeah, clearly <laughs> define the goal. What does success look like? It is absolutely about having a clearly mm -hmm. defined goal. And again, how you get there, and I, I've worked with people, many different people, where some are very, you know, they want everything in a spreadsheet, some want every, you know, really fleshed out, they want a 10-page document, whatever. But in the end, it's, you got to do it. How many, how many people it. have a boss whose favorite thing is to get a spreadsheet from you? I don't know the answer to this. No, I'm just kidding. Mark, do you want a spreadsheet? No. No. <laughs> what if it has dollar signs in it? Yes. Dollar yes. sign spreadsheets have <laughs> <on> the <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know my yeah. boss, you But guys. again, you know, I, I spend a lot of time in, you know, I do publishing and marketing, and it's, you know, I don't even know what to call it anymore. It's, it's still publishing to me. But you, so if you figure out where you're going, it, you don't know what that even is until you know where you are, right? So you have to, there's a, there's a part of it that understands like, where are we today? And so does where you're going make sense? So that you, and so you can track like what you're doing. So in that regard, the spreadsheet is really good because you do need to, you gotta show something. Math. <coughs> there's some, usually math. There's math. Well, when you're, yeah. There should be some revenue, so then there needs to be some math. Mm. Well, that's, that's the end goal, right? I, I guess my first question <laughs> for Josh is always. Not this Josh. Not me again. Yeah. Okay. My boss. boss um, so my, my first question to the boss um, is always, what are what what do you see the biggest hurdles being, right? Because now I'm making him part of the problem, right. and also potentially part of the solution, oh. right? That's Again, good. this is support basic support 101. What are mm. your biggest concerns? What are your what do you see these hurdles being? Um, and. A lot of times That's doing sales. that, a lot of, a lot of, what was That's that? That's sales right there. Well, oh, supports I mean, a little really? sales. Oh, oh, in a nice a little bit put sales. him in a different but, department. But, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, right? I mean, 
what is it yeah. that you want? And then it's, I have that. It's just human interaction. Yeah, it is, it is. Human Sorry, interaction keep, keep is on. sales. No. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's not what marketing. I'm taking away from this. Is marketing. <laughs> All interaction is marketing. I'm going to write this down, <laughs> and that's going to be the name of this episode. <laughs> no, Sell your it's, leaders. It's not. It's Sell not. your leaders. It's your not going to be the name of the episode. <laughs> but you really can't lead a leader, right? You can't. I mean, that's sort of you, I mean, they, but you depends, need to have their buy-in. It depends it's getting buy-in. It's all about getting buy-in. Mm -hmm. It also depends a how collaborative your relationship exactly. is. Yep. If you just oh, go, I believe in plausible deniability for you. <laughs> just going to leave it at that. And then you just walk away. Yeah. My boss, mm. I actually like my boss because sometimes people will send a CYA email, right? Oh, what? Oh, cover your ass. Cover your ass email. Oh. Like they had a meeting. I know this one. You just heard a new term. And then all of a sudden, you heard it here first, All of a sudden, folks. this person will send an email and it says, today we talked about blah, 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 and we're going to do this. And Josh is like, that's a CYA email. Every Why project management. Oh, boss. Project the boss. Management. Sorry. Yeah. Why can't I say that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. probably related to Who this. Let's cut I it off. Ellie. Which of you? It's Mike Mason of O. Huh? Which of you did this? It wasn't me. Project manager. It's that pretty girl. Every in the one dress. of you in the room knows what a CYA email is. Yeah. Is what I was trying to say. Nope. Didn't know that. I'm going to change the subject. Please do. <laughs> you guys. How do you help your leader, boss, Josh, person? The boss. Yeah. Leader Josh. Um, your leader Josh. <laughs> How do you help leader Glorious Josh? leader. <laughs> yes, the glorious leader. I kind of want to work. I want to work for you. <laughs> <laughs> How do you help other Josh understand what kind of supervision they give you and how to understand, how do you establish the balance between trust me to do my thing and also give me support when I need it? We're here. How did you establish the, the <laughs> trust me? How did you establish? <laughs> well, I just do it. Uh, communication. And then I get results. Right? I'm like, I'll send you an update every Friday or every Thursday, whatever the day it is, right? And then I provide those updates. So he knows how the thing is progressing. He knows where I am. Um, and then during one-to-ones, um, I'll bring it up and say, here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm running into. Here's how I'm going to handle it. And he goes, well, have you thought about doing this? I'm like, no, or yes. You know, it's, again, it's communication, trust. You mm -hmm. can't, you have to bring them in. You can't. You can't just walk away, do a thing, and show up six months later and say, look, I'm a genius. You have to, <laughs> you have to just constantly. Why? Why not? I'm just kidding. That doesn't work for me. It doesn't you know? work for me either. Okay, not fair enough. even close. So that, that's, that's what I do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was always money. I made money. So I, the, more, the more revenue you generated, the more people would sort of. The more leeway. Kind of. I mean, really, they would mm -hmm. sort of step like, back, okay, everybody. Stay out of your way, kind <laughs> of, a little bit. But, um, but no, I mean, that's very, that's a very superficial piece of it. I think getting there still was about those very regular, you know, my, I, I, would I would walk around the office all the time and just plop down next to people and have conversations all mm -hmm. the time. I spent a lot of my time doing that, mm -hmm. and um, especially with my boss. And those sort of casual non-meetings are always really good. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of pressure off of it. There's no agenda. There's, you know, I think um, a lot of the trust comes from having like, and again, the collaborative relationship of just being, it, you want it to be the person you want to brainstorm with the most, right? 
that you, I always wanted to be the person that if I have an idea, I want to come to you and I want you to have 10 more ideas to tell me on top. You know what I, I mean? I want to get excited yeah. about my ideas. Yeah. Like, you know, keep, like, being really energized and lots of enthusiasm and just keep it, keep that energy flowing seems to be, like, a good way to move forward. Yeah. I wonder I mean, that's where the, I mean, I think that's where the trust comes from, right? When you are on the same page as yeah. that realm. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. they don't have to worry about you meeting the number that is, like, one of your big deliverables. Like, so yeah. you're building the trust by doing that and making it so they don't even have to worry about that. Yes. And then they can invest in you more and, and trust you more with that stuff. So I want to so push back on that, level. though. I, I don't know that, that the money is, is superficial. I think it's obvious. Hmm. But when you Maybe think that's about, a better word. If yeah. you think it's about obvious. it, it's, it's an obvious goal. That's why goal. we're all here, right? Right? It's a business. It's an obvious mm -hmm. goal. It's, it's there. It's really tangible. But if you are achieving that for your company, what it means is that you're creating relationships. And that is not superficial. That is really hard work. It is it's kind of everything, right? I think it's mm. the thing I like to talk about the least, right? That's the icky part. Why? That's because it's obvious. Of course everyone works for money, right? Sure. Of course every business wants to make money. Everybody wants to grow and do more and do better. Mm -hmm. But it's, you don't be it's like never the thing that motivates. Money guy. I mean, it motivates owners it, for sure. It motivates a certain it, level of a company. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It yeah, it motivates your CFO <laughs> and your owner, but probably not the general people around. Not the team people. that needs to do the work. No. Yeah, most no. of the people you motivate them. In my experience, and by giving them a fun job or a job that's challenging that they can, you know, they can grow over time. Yeah, I think it's engagement too, right? Oh, I mean, definitely. Really getting people. I actually one of my favorite experiences with work was coming into a new company. And you know, starting to dig in and figure out who everyone was and what everyone did. I literally sat down with every single person in the company and just said, tell me what you do. Tell me what you don't like. Tell me where customers get frustrated. Tell me what they love. Mm -hmm. And I had one salesperson who I started just sharing, oh my god, I'm gonna talk about spreadsheets again. Spreadsheets, like I, I would do, because I, I love that. Like, you know, it's so exciting to see, like we were here and now we're here. And you know, yeah. we did these three things. And, here we are, and um, she came into my office one day, and she was just like, "Oh my god!" Spreadsheet like, girl. She turned out to be spreadsheet girl. Our yeah, leaders. I mean, I was no, I was giving her spreadsheets, but no one had ever shared strategy with her mm -hmm. or like, "This is where we are. This is where we want to go." And oh my god, look at our progress! This is amazing. It feels good. It feels mm -hmm. really good. I mean, I think it feels good for everyone, but when you're a salesperson. That's why you show up every day. So. But I mean, in, in our company, in Code 42, our leaders, leaders, leaders leader, leaders, leaders? or the grand leader, bosses, bosses, Joe, boss? uh, <laughs> he, uh, he started sharing like where we're at and like what our projections are and where we're meeting. I think this is now detrimental. <laughs> is your boss's boss's boss here? I'm still not afraid to be fired. <laughs> yeah. Josh said to me over coffee... I, <laughs> Oh my God! I just realized I didn't tell Brad I invited his boss's boss to the podcast. Yeah, I invited Did you really? During my said, interview. I don't awesome. think you should tell him. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was fine. like, I don't think he'll care, and He's if he fine. does, he then <laughs> it's fearlessness, right? <laughs> Nothing to hide. What? Well, at the end of the day, if you lose your job, you can probably find another one. You um, can. Words so, of wisdom. And, and in my experience, Proven. when I have been fired or let go. Um, the next job has always been better, right? Because every time you move to the next job, usually you're bringing in 
all the stuff you don't like, all the stuff you do like, and you're narrowing the focus of what you want to do, and you can find that next job, and it's a little bit better than the one before. And you can ask hopefully. for more money. And you can ask for more money. Mm-hmm. Just as an aside. Um, but, but I enjoy, and, and my team enjoys, what I, what I was saying before we got interrupted, I was talking about I the mean, grand leader. Sorry. It was everyone. Um, I'm not sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, not sorry. Wait, no, don't, that don't say Allison. that. Don't say that. Um, that's trademarked. Um, but everyone that I talk to on our team like really likes hearing where we're at, where we're going, like what we need to do to meet that, and we can like work with teams like sales and and with other areas of the business to try to help them meet what, what needs to be, you know, the goals that are outstanding still. Because we crushed our stuff, so, you know. He says in front of his boss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we stage. did. Well, customer yeah. sat's actually With a little bit low. That's true, okay. No, that's I'm fair. Just that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Show me a spreadsheet. The other thing we just totally obliterated, but, yeah. Crushed it. That one was for EJ. Hashtag crushed it. Hey, EJ, we crushed it. <laughs> Denied. <laughs> Uh, you guys out there have questions, right? Do Look, we, we are have we a, out of questions? Okay. We have a mic. We're not out yeah. of questions. We could ask more questions, but I oh, want to share. Yeah. I know Alana. Last time we had an episode. Wait, you Alana called her out by name? She was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh my god, I had so many questions. I wanted to come up and stand in front of the microphone and ask them." You just want to participate. Who? There's participation on, right here. Look at that. Okay. I can't hear you because I have headphones. Somebody else has to ask. listen. So my question is this. Uh, you have this boss, or boss, and boss, and boss, and boss, and boss, and you, you want to help. You, you're, you're there, you want to help, you want to do right. And they don't listen. And you're strong enough trying to convince them, like, I'm on this team, I want to help, I see the things you're dealing with, I see it differently than you, I see it this way, that way, whatever, it doesn't matter. And they just refuse to listen. What do you do? Like, short of this. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's an easy answer. You keep trying. You have two choices. Either you keep trying or you leave. That's it. And I think that, uh, you know, keeping that total enthusiasm for it, and if if they don't understand one way, tell it another way. Mm -hmm. Find more evidence. Go find numbers. Well, you know, whatever, but like, there's, there's, if you know it, there's a way to prove it, and that's what you need to do. And, you know, it's a great exercise for yourself, too, to, you know, just be more persuasive, you know, sell them. Again, you go back to the, it is, it's getting the buy-in. So I think, giving them the why is is also important, like, more about the how. Yeah, but also the, you know, the proof. I mean, just really showing why you believe what you believe. And I don't know, I think... Honestly, in my opinion, any smart person, eventually they're going to listen to you. And so if they don't... <laughs> oh, he just got his answer, and he's looking for a job now. <laughs> Talk to Mary Lou. Yeah, Mary Lou's right, right in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Click. Was I helpful? Mary Lou, go talk Click, to her. Click talent. Mary Click Lou. talent. He's right in the back. <laughs> Fearlessness. <laughs> Fearlessness. What else? I mean, in my opinion, hearing no is, I've learned more from hearing no mm-hmm. than I have from hearing, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Um, so 
the more conflict you can, the more conflict you can find, generally speaking, your idea gets polished, it gets sharpened, whatever analogy you want to use, you have to think about it more. You have to think about it in a different way. Mm -hmm. um, so the end result tends to be better. So I'm fine with hearing no. I might, I might drop it for a few months, depending on how, how, how much badly, energy how, you have. Or yeah. how badly I took the no. I mean, if I'm really excited about an idea and I hear no, I'm like, I'm going to just go in the bathroom for a few minutes and cry. <laughs> but You should cry right in the middle of the office. I, I can't yeah. do that. I, but anyways, um, but yeah, right no is good. Yeah. I, I think no is awesome. I think working in an environment where you can hear no in a constructive manner that it isn't a personal attack. It's like, well, here's why I don't... I mean, that's what I would do. Probably say, so well, why, why'd you give me this no? What don't you believe? Or what data don't you find factual? But then what if do they I, don't have anything for that, leave and click talent is No, right listen, there's, there there's an underlying assumption here, though, that, that ethics, that right. you're yeah. in alignment with the oh, ethics God. of the leadership that's of your company. So big. Well, and This is yeah. critical. It doesn't matter if they're smart or not. That's true. It doesn't really If you're any, not it's, yeah. aligned with the ethical values that your leadership team has. Mm -hmm. But just like, just there are some people who don't want to, they don't want to listen. They have the answer and they gave it and that's it. But there's also like the flip side of that. So we're, we're talking a little bit about people who don't want to be led, but there's also people who don't want to lead themselves. Like there are people who are like, well, no, it's too difficult. I don't want to try know leading up I don't want to try doing whatever it is you're gonna you're gonna say and I'm just there to punch the clock and that's fine totally but fine. Um, but you can't really expect to get buy-in when you have that great idea or whatever it is that you're focused on if you don't take the time to to help people understand why if you don't do all those communications things that we've been talking about establishing the trust giving the people the why about it and, and that sort of thing so you just have to develop that, and, and but there are some people who don't want to do it. You're right, though. N no is when it gets interesting, right? Uh, how boring would it be if every single thing you said, someone was like, cool, yeah, do that. Yeah, it's super It'd boring. It'd be horrible. It'd be super boring. So, Go on, get after it. Huh? Go on, get after yeah. it. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Do it. Look, this is Garrett. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you, Garrett. Everybody. <laughs> I thought he was bringing you another... <laughs> Nice curtsy. That was another drink. Garrett, remind me to have you teach me how to curtsy later. Uh, random questions jar. Who's familiar with it? Super fans. Dina, you're first. Look at, oh my god, I emptied this jar before. These are none of the jars from guests that have come to our apartment. This is all from today. Tonight. This is all from tonight. We're not going to go through all of these, but we're going to do these a couple. Random question marks, and maybe we'll do a Minnesota <laughs> where we answer like the the rest of them ourselves or something. Unless, did anyone else want to come up and talk in the mic? Yeah, there's still Atlanta an open does. mic here. Yes. Hot mic. Get in there. Hot mic. Hot mic, everybody. I don't know what that means. Nobody tweeted us except to call me a diva. Thanks, <laughs> Jess. Looking at you. <laughs> I'm not a diva. So you do the leading and you say a thing and you say, here's what we should do, and it turns out you're wrong. Oh, yeah, that happens oh. all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now what happens? Nobody at this table has ever been wrong. Yes. No. I have no idea what you're talking we have about. Microphones. <laughs> we have microphones, so we're never wrong, of course. Yeah. And I've been drinking alcohol, so I'm even less wrong than normal. <laughs> um, 
people people fail. Like sometimes yeah. you do have the wrong idea, yeah. and I think like part of Absolutely. having that trust and buy-in is is like getting forgiveness, like and saying, yeah, that was a mistake. How can we learn from that? And I think that's the best thing that you can do when you do fail. Well, is, and you, you got to just own it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. and own it quickly. I think that's the mm-hmm. key. Don't let it, don't worry about what's going to happen when you, but I mean, if it's your idea and it's not working, you should probably be the first person to notice. <laughs> or if you're the leader and, and, and you see yeah, it, like you need to tell them fast it. so yep. things and can shift, be learned from it. Pivot, yep. <laughs> shift gears, whatever shift, you want to call it. Pivot. But move. Yes. Yeah. Brad had a story. I could tell a story. What? It was brewing. Come on. So, Freebird? To answer Did his I hear question, Freebird? When you, well, to further answer his question somewhat, is sometimes you're wrong, Freebird. right? And there's nothing, I mean, maybe not you personally, I'm not trying to judge. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to introduce uh, you to him. What? And then you can, I'm going to introduce you to him after we okay, take our fair. headphones off. Well, after that, you probably should, otherwise there's going to be bad blood. Um, but no, <laughs> seriously though, just like hearing no is a good thing, being wrong is a good thing. I tell everybody that comes onto our team that you, your biggest learning happens when you're wrong. Don't be afraid to make a mistake. Own up to it. Move on to the next thing. I'm not going to fire you because you've made a mistake. Those, those are the situations where you learn the most, right? And if you, have, if you have a team where you can be wrong, then you can fail fast yep. and pivot. Yep. And you don't have to, there's no, there's no covering ego. There's no... Uh-huh. Oh, you know, I'm going to blame no, Josh a, for this. What was it, a CYA email? That's me, yeah. Josh, not, that's, not, yeah, not, not my boss. That's Josh, though, right? Yeah. That's, you, create, you have to create a culture where it's, it's okay. So yeah. there's no fear of... Because if, if everyone thinks they can never fail, no one's ever going to give you a good idea. That's the hardest thing fast. with yeah. like new people is just being, no, you don't have to posture. You were just wrong, and that's okay. You didn't know. Like you didn't have this thing that helped you get to mm-hmm. that you to that spot. But it's I totally like cool. we, we tell new people, right? You don't know anything, so now you can. <laughs> as far as you know as nothing, far, as far John as, like, Snow. The job, is that I mean, the first thing you tell them when the they come in? The first thing is we're going to hire Welcome. you, you don't and know you're an idiot. You don't know anything. <laughs> but I'm no, here to no. help. Fail, no, fail fast, idiot. Brad. Fail fast. <laughs> an idiot. But what we tell people is like when they start in support, we tell them. You're going to see things in a way that we don't. So look at the documentation. Read the documentation. Tell us what doesn't work. If a process doesn't make sense to you, there's either an underlying print reason we can't change that process mm-hmm. or the process doesn't yeah. work and anymore. Thank, and thank God for fresh eyes, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. It's unbelievable. I mean, mm-hmm. that's when someone, when someone new comes in and, and starts learning and starts asking all those questions. That's your opportunity to learn definitely. a ton from them. And that's actually yeah. where leaders can learn. Yeah. Is if they're willing mm-hmm. to listen mm-hmm. to the feedback of people that are new to the job, then that's, I mean, that's what I look for. Because you like, forget. Yeah, you forget. Well, yeah. We, and when you, you do, do something thing, every day, all day, yeah, you forget about the details. Yeah. 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 Well, we do that, and then yeah. that's them leading their leaders, like, right away. And we're like, yes, we want this feedback. Don't hide it. And, like, a couple of our new people uh in our training modules because uh, i've been doing a lot of training lately um i've been asking for for things and someone will go well i maybe have a question and then i'll well what is it like let's let's have this thing and then there'll be like 40 questions after that <laughs> that they were just hiding be- and they weren't sure that they ask. could yeah exactly Suddenly you're safe right yeah yeah oh ex- you actually yeah. are going to listen to me that's big yeah. you know, do you want to ask your question <laughs> yes oh, yeah. questions what's your favorite winter sport 
Random questions to our everybody. Do we both have this to is for this? me to answer? Doesn't get both? Mine's whiskey. Mm -hmm. Do you have an answer? Every, everyone should. Wait, what'd you say? Whiskey. <laughs> what did you say? That is, that is true. I can <laughs> confirm this. Mine's, I swear to God, I didn't hear what Mine's whiskey. Oh. <laughs> but you know this. I yeah. already knew that. My answer is going to be staying inside, drinking alcohol, and playing video games. Oh, so. you guys. Yeah. So cute. Sport ball. Brad. I don't know. Oh. Get in there. All right. <laughs> Oh, dear God. If you could write fan fiction on any topic, <laughs> show, movie, what would the plot be? I know this person's handwriting. Oh, I know who simple. wrote this question. Right now, mine would be Game of Thrones, but I think everyone knows that. Yeah, this so. wasn't your question. Yeah, I'm just saying, we <laughs> can throw Can I answer the question? Yeah. No, please do, would, sir. It's uh, what? Uh, oh, God, I have no idea. Fan fiction. Um, Star Wars? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, what would the topic? So I, I disagree with a lot of people um on in general well, on you know, in general uh, it's a leadership trait the uh <laughs> the, <laughs> so my wife and i can't talk about the force awakens anymore because i have some concerns okay i have issues with some of the plot points in the movie so if i were to write fanfic i would rewrite the force awakens so there, can you so can there, you confirm for, for like this <laughs> For lots of reasons, that was but Mike it's, it's also a really good movie. Don't get me wrong, I like it. It could be better, and I'm the person that could make it better. So I guess you... that's that's my answer to this Which question. Which is the entire point of fan fiction, right? Exactly. Can you confirm for this audience that you've read or listened to the expanded universe that's been recently re released? This is a different podcast. I've dabbled. <laughs> okay, good. I think we've because I think off you can here. understand. But it there's, better, you know, I'm it's summer, saying. so there's Ellie, the alcohol like and video games. Ellie, yeah. would you like to go get a drink with me at the bar? Do you know? Question. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, nice. Hi. Wait, what? Wait, what's your name? Oh, my name is Brian. Hi, Brian. Event, so nice. Here, and, uh, you Great, thanks. Yeah. Can I hire you to write questions for our podcast? Yeah. That's a, it's actually a really good question. Would you like to Honestly. join us up here? <laughs> Do you want to come sit in the night? You need chair? to submit your random questions for approval. Um, Thank you. I almost drank the drink. Um, <laughs> so, so a little background. I don't, I don't have a college degree. I never thought I'd be a business leader, right? So when I stumbled upon Code 42, I was there to be a, in, to fill a technical role, and. I was fortunate that the founders felt that I had certain leadership qualities, so I moved into management and I've been there ever since. Um, so for me, my mindset, is there days I wake up and like, this is the biggest fucking joke ever. When are people gonna realize <laughs> that I am not qualified? So for me, it's more, I've come this far doing this, um, that, I mean, there are days and you touched on it, the confidence level, right? There are days, everybody's got them, those up days where you could take on the world and those 
down days where you can barely get out of bed. Um, so I, I map those fearless actions to when I have an upswing, right? If there's something I need to do and it's not urgent, I'll push it off if I'm not in the best frame of mind. Because um, being fearless, that, you're not really fearless. The fear is still there. Mm -hmm. And I've been flippant about it and it's probably unfair. But there's an emotional cost to being fearless, to saying that hard thing. Um, so I'm, I've always been very mindful of the idea of I have X amount of energy. I can get this stuff done today. Can I have this conversation? If the answer is no, I'll push it off. If the answer is no and I need to have this conversation, generally it doesn't go very well. Um, and that's, that's okay too. I, I don't know if I answered your question, but that's. Did he answer your I, question? I, yeah. Yeah. That was good feedback. Dina, I was just going to say, it doesn't come easy. I mean, it's not something that happens overnight. I don't think it's a switch you flip. Mm -hmm. I think it comes out of, it comes definitely from experience and, you know, being confident in what you do and in your own abilities. But there's a little bit of, I mean, honestly, I think some people are wired that way and some people aren't. Mm -hmm. But I think you can learn it also. And I think yeah. you learn it by, um, you just, you know, start small, try small things. Float that idea. Get used to talking about things with confidence. Start figuring out how to get your boss's buy-in. You know, how do yeah. you, and it's, it might be baby steps at first, but I, I think it's a muscle you can, you can learn. And I think, you know, mm -hmm. I'm totally the same way. Good. Like, I, I feel like everything I know, I learned by doing, and it was, it took a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been thinking about this a lot, actually. Sorry, I didn't, didn't mean to, to interrupt <laughs> the next question, but um, I think that a mindfulness plays a, a really big role in that. And, um, I've actually had some experience with this lately because I'm terrified of flight, oh, like okay. absolutely terrified Trip of it. Back, guys. And um, I was flying home from Las Vegas and I just, we were just about to take off and I just thought, what is this fear doing for me? Like, what is it actually giving me? And it's nothing. It doesn't help. It doesn't, sweat. yeah, it's sweat, sweat, sweaty palms. So I, I just said to myself, what if I just let this fear go and I just let it wash through and I, I, I acknowledge that it's there, but I just let it go after that. And that actually helped my son Garrett when he was flying because he's got that same fear and he was able to just have a better experience flying because of it too. So I think that's, that's part of what, like just being mindful and understanding why you're afraid and, and not ignoring it, but just letting it go through and, and, and let it do that for you. Okay, Dina, mm. you're gonna take one more question from the jar. <clears throat> All right, these were scary. This is the last one, this is the last round. Where's my readers? Do you want me to read it to you? Wait, no. Oh, what's your favorite must-have state fair food? <laughs> Wowza, totally you're a great person easy. to have that question. Oh, you God. asked the right person. Yeah. No, it's all about the corn dog for me. Um, pickle not dog. Not a pronto no, pup. No, pickle dog. No, no. No, see? It's, it's a violent. See? Pickle, corn dog. Pickle, yeah. So this is dog. a thing with my dad since I was born. Pickle dog. No, no, it's corn dog. Hey, I, I got the question. Corn dog. Yeah. Brad. You can't answer other people's questions. <laughs> I've never Boom. heard that said. Hashtag. Uh, sweet Martha's cookies. 
No, that's a good um, answer. Yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. Lots of classic. Yeah. Garrett applauded. Brad, one more question. <laughs> you do realize you could do a whole podcast on corn dog versus pronto pot. I'm just saying. Don't even get me started. Question. It would not be about one more work question. at all. Yeah, you get one more. That's it. Who has the broadsword? <laughs> We're getting to Jesus. that. <laughs> wow. Who is your favorite person in the world? No, no. Um. <laughs> this is the second time Brad and I have ever met in person. <laughs> Obviously, I'm his favorite person. Um. All right, I guess I'll, I guess I'll go for sappy and authentic. Uh, my favorite person in the world is no longer with us, uh, but it would be my dad. So. Mm. I was gonna say wife. Yes. Oh. I mean, that's. <laughs> But then you, then you, and I've then heard him say several times kids. at work that his favorite <laughs> right. person is his, wa- is his wife and kids. I've heard it both I've heard ways. him say several times. <laughs> yeah. It's his wife. Should have just gone with Ellie. And or dad. <laughs> Getting to the broadsword. I just want to let you guys know that we're going to, this is the wrap up of this conversation about leading the leaders. Um, but there's a new podcast launching from this group and it's sort this of, guy yes. yes and that guy yep he, EJ Erasmus Johnson. Erasmus Jones Erasmus Johnson Johnson <laughs> <laughs> and they're starting a new podcast and it's called the well-mannered barbarian oh that's and intriguing. I have nothing to do with it and I'm so happy yeah. about it yeah there's so many times when I've been shot down talking about nerd stuff and philosophy and just a lot of stuff, Moder- current events. Yeah. Boo. Yep. Does not Boo. want. Does not want. So uh, yeah, we're gonna start that up. We're still so, doing professional humans, of course. Obviously. No there. But we're here on stage. Yeah. But keep yeah. keep an eye out for well-mannered barbarian. Mm-hmm. With Danger Drop. Thank you. We're gonna get out of the hot lights. Off of the stage. And thank yeah. all of you We're come for hang coming. Out with you. Yes. So if you can hang out for a few minutes. EJ knows how to turn this off. Get us out of here. Thanks again for listening, humans. As always, you can find us on Twitter at ProHumans, on our Facebook page, ProHumans Podcast, on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash prohumans, or go the easy route and log on to prohumans.com where you can find all that stuff and more. This is Danger wishing you a professional week.